calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Joining me is Fran Mirabella. Hey, everybody. And Sean Finnegan. How's it going? It's going great. Gallahorn's for sale. Zer's in the tower selling this it. This day of days. The day of days. Yes. Months away from Taken King. Less yes. Yes. Very close. Uh, we're going to talk about the Gallahorn a little bit later. Uh, we're also going to discuss Destiny's most exciting new systems that we've heard about with the Game Informer exclusive and Destiny... Destiny's new Crucible maps, that mm-hmm. were, and a mode, a new mode we learned about that yeah. we're really excited about. There's still more details but, to come. But first, let's talk about how they're reworking the game and some of the things that we're excited about, starting with the RNG system. So the quote from Game Informer is, Bungie has fine-tuned the algorithms under the game's hood, which govern random equipment drops. Now you'll be more likely to receive armor and weapons that you actually care to collect. The journey from the weakest gear to the best has been smoothed over, so you shouldn't have to wait nearly as long between finding something you actually care to equip. Do you think they've solved the problem? Well, what needs to be solved? Well, right now, right now, uh, you collect marks and you go into the tower and you buy all your gear and you're good. But meaning, uh, like, here's what's some of the pain points currently. Uh, You get a billion dragon's breaths for starters. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, if you're talking weapons. You get stuff you already have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You run into right these situations where it's like, wait, like, why did I get? You know, you might even get like, say, whatever, necrochasm. Well, you're only gonna get that once, but (laughs) you might get something like Galahorn twice even, Mm -hmm. and you're like, but you know, I need fourth horseman. So the point is. It's not looking at your inventory. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it might now, right? Like, is so, it du- duplication still going to happen? Probably, though, because, like, you need to still yeah. get drops and shard them. But I, I'm guessing the point is, right, they've refined mm-hmm. it, understanding a little more, hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the big question. Is it going to understand what you need, even if there's duplication? Well, they, or is it really just going to drop stuff at a better rate? In which case, you'll get more stuff. More drops. But that's all thinking. that would mean. They, so they said that they were fixing this with the Dark Below raid system where, like, you get stuff that you need. But I didn't really see that much of a change. I mean, We I just got, saw more stuff. I got the weapons faster. Like, yeah. I got the whole set faster. But it w- still wasn't, 
like ideal. It took me a long time yeah, to I get mean, the armor set, but now like your light level isn't tied to your armor set. So, well, yeah, I mean, trip down memory lane though, right? Like, remember how much of a pain it was just to get a legendary oh, yeah. in the original, mm -hmm. and let alone an and then exotic. Level it. Yeah. And then all the above, and then like you just were grinding so hard. So mm -hmm. they did tune that up in Dark Below. Definitely, you got a lot more drops. Mm -hmm. I think there still has to be some sort of randomization element because otherwise they don't feel as valuable. So like if you are in RNG, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> there will be, yeah. You, it feels awesome when you've spent a lot of time and you get the thing you finally need. Like it's awesome. It's frustrating it's until then, though. Yeah, but I mean that's that's welcome to loot collection yeah. games like Diablo's like that, WoW mm -hmm. is like that. Borderlands is like that. I mean, there needs to be some value in chasing the item, and I think you create that by not always getting what you want immediately. That yeah, said, definitely. it's super frustrating when you spend a ton of time investing into getting an item, and then you can't even use that item. Like, you get a hunter helmet when you're a titan, and you're like, why? Well, I now this has to be sharded. I can't even use it for whatever, yeah. right? That's... If they can improve on that's that is an interesting one. If yeah. they might have, that, I'd love them to drop that. Like I maybe there are some benefits that I, other people see, but like I think like why drop like why assume that I'm going to transfer it to my other character? Like mm -hmm. just give it to yeah. me on those characters. Well, well they're already they, um, working on that like uh, ascendant materials or not ascendant materials, but uh, armor materials instead of plat steel and helium filaments. Uh, now they're all just like you one know, thing. One yeah. thing. Yeah. So that's good. But sorry, I kind of cut you off there. But that, oh, no, that'd be that's fine. I mean, like, yeah. I think that's probably where I see Bungie doing the most of that addressing is making sure that the items that drop aren't necessarily more or less random, but that they're a little bit more focused to the character itself. Mm -hmm. Because I still think the randomization element has to exist in order to create value for chasing it. Yeah, yeah but I, I think it just needs to look... Because the thing that's missing in the current RNG system that they have is it doesn't look at what's happening. It rolls the dice. That's just mm -hmm. how it works, basically. I mean, I'm sure there's a few other fine. I mean, that's literally what. But that's it. It's literally generators. rolling <laughs> dice, and yeah. it's like how many ever numbers yeah. roll to get your Galahorn. Like you could mm -hmm. potentially, even though the odds aren't there, never get Galahorn. Yeah. Right? Like you could never get it. But my point is, it'd be nice if it understood a little more. Like, don't drop two Fate Bringers at once. Oh yeah. Like stuff or like two that. of the same helmet with the same stats. Exactly. That's happened to me right? before. And that's it's very strange. Where I think they could look at the obvious things and be like, if this happens. No. Yeah. yeah we roll. It's just an if you, then. There you go, Bungie. Problem solved. What Fran, it, it's Fran it, solved it for you. What it most it was like, there all the time. No, but what Fran, Fran's <laughs> right. Like, it's most likely just a set of sub algorithms that mm -hmm. are, say, like, if this, then that type mm -hmm. thing yeah. that modify the current RNG system. Exactly. But the point of it is, if RNG. Do this while not equal <laughs> Wait, to. Let's write it down now yeah. and just send yeah. it to yeah. them. Yeah, there you go. Email, we'll we'll write email the you guys. It's solved. If greater than nine dragon breaths, then one Galahorn. No, but literally, stop. Stuff like that, right? Like, if you've gotten this too much, and if you can do that, um, mm -hmm. obviously that wasn't the original intention. Yeah. But the, the way I would put it, right, is RNG today lives outside of the plane of your existence. Yeah. It just happens. And what it needs to do is somehow live inside, you know, whatever veil is there and say, oh, you exist. Oh, you've gotten four dragon breaths. I'm just going to re-roll. And if you have everything, then that brings up a new thing, too. Like, if it is looking at stuff, well, that is where obviously – you're gonna have to get duplicates of yeah. stuff, and um, but the point is, with some thought, I think they can really improve the system. Uh, some of the other systems that they're introducing are like Azur's Three of Coins, which is gonna increase drop rates of gear. <coughs> so that's gonna be really yeah. good, and they're it also gonna to have to be like a new consumable. Yeah, so it's yep. gonna be probably a new consumable. You pop that before you go in the raid, go through the raid, get all the goodies. So I was wondering you know? that though, if it's like, I I'm wondering if 
here's what I think. Mm-hmm. You're going to buy it for the – I don't know if it's going to be a week or – it's got to be a long period of time, but you can – you know, it just sort you of works You think they're only going to let you have the one? Way, the way I see it working is a lot like the Iron Banner buff. Like you go to the NPC, you buy it for not Two free. That's time-based. Two months. No, yeah. yeah but that's but what it's I think long. It's, it's like – Yeah, it's 16 hours 16 or something hours, like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's how I see it working is because like it had it can't be – Too short. Yeah, because it's going to be – you have to assume that the raid is going to take right. some time. See, I would mm-hmm. – yeah. See, I was thinking it might actually work all the way through. Like, they said boss. So whatever that means, I was thinking once you b- hit a boss – Oh, you the, think it's progression-based? Well, based? Uh, here's how I would do it. Like, mm-hmm. it's based on when you have the chance to get that role. Yeah. So if it's Atheon or it's Crota or it's Oryx mm-hmm. or if they have the other boss in there or something, like, those are your chances. Within the week, it's consumable at that point yeah. when you've beat him. Uh, but until then, it's not gone. Because why should I have to rush once I buy this thing from well, Zer? And Zer wow. leaves. So because then there's no there's no downside to buying. That's the thing. Is like I feel like well, what no, you, you have to spend. You have already to spend now money there's on no it. downside. Well, we don't know yeah. what it's going to cost yet. But the downside mm-hmm. would be, I don't know. I feel like, but it could. Here's here's the difference, right? I was wondering if like why even speculate? We'll know soon. But yeah, uh, we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> uh, you know, you either buy it once and you have one chance at it, which is what makes it so special. Mm-hmm. Because uh, maybe it really is like a great role, or you just keep buying it and going back in and buying it and going back in. You know, I'm wondering why can't you just buy like 20 and then use them as needed? Well, because it's, it's probably a buff. You probably can't. It's a pretty buy big buff. Yeah, I'm pretty again. sure it's consumable. No, see, I th- I feel like it's what. Well, yeah, like, like I th- you well, can't. The thing is, like, so if they're going to introduce something that is obviously a benefit to the player, then there needs to be a downside to it too. Yeah, right? that's like what I'm it saying. can't just be a overall buff. Because then why would you never go? Why would you? Yeah, why you would just you ever spend a do bunch anything coins. without it? Yeah. It wouldn't be that special. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like, at. why would you ever do anything without it? It was just a blatant beneficial buff yeah. to you all the time, Like, let's right? put it this way. Imagine it, So a timer, to yeah. me, makes sense, right? Look because this you have to do it in that time, right? Or else it runs out, and if you can't accomplish all the stuff you need to in the time allotted, you have to spend more money. Yeah. Which is how that it's seems like how it should work. I, w- I was thinking of it almost like a nightfall, right? Like it's I a, imagine that it's it a sort one-time of gives consumable you... that will increase the chance of getting an exotic drop from your next boss kill. Right, but it's but probably it still time. Even the consumables. Yeah. So that's the thing is like the consumable versus a buff doesn't really matter because when I reference the Iron Banner buff, that's a time thing, right? Yeah. Same well, it like says, your it says telemetry. You activate your... it. You activate it, and it works until you kill the next the next boss that you kill. That's where your increased chance happens. Right, but the point is we don't know if you can buy another one. That's all I was saying. Yeah. Right? What well, if you can buy uh, another one, you so keep doing it. that's kind of weird. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then, like, let's say there's three bosses. We don't know that there's that many or that there's more than that. But let's say you buy 5, 10, 15, or whatever, and then you just activate it before each boss. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's yeah. a consumable, so I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to get See, a bunch. Yeah, I don't know if I like but that. But it's, not guaran- that, it's that still is... not guaranteed. It just increases your chances. It doesn't guarantee but that anything. wasn't an interview quote, right? That was what they printed. Um, Game Informer, is that right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could bring it back up. So, the, but, you know, mm-hmm. look, we're just speculating for yeah. fun here, but uh, it doesn't mean, like, you you know, you, you could call the buff for Iron Banner a consumable almost. Like, it's not really. We don't mean, maybe they mm-hmm. just are calling it like that. Um, so we don't really know how it works yet. Well, we'll find out very soon. The other item I wanted to talk about before we moved on was uh, the ghost shells. They're going to do some cool stuff. Like, uh, they're going to give you a light boost. We still don't know how the light and leveling... Like, the leveling system... Light is now separate. Yeah, it's totally separate. So the leveling system is going to be, like, more like an MMO or RPG where you just kind of level up as you play. Level 34s, you're not going to get kicked down, so don't worry about that. We know that Mm -hmm. from the live stream that we did. 
But these new ghost shells, they're going to give you a light boost, and they're also going to, like, tell you when you're nearby spin metal or helium filaments or anything. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Though, yeah. though you can just use marks to get that stuff now, so it's a little less valuable. Right. Like, remember but, when we used to have to run in circles and collect helium filaments and spin metal? That would have been a great time to have these shells. Yeah. Now it's just kind of like I have 400 but, well, I mean, spin metals. But so, you yeah. have to assume that there's going to be a bunch of different shells that do a bunch of different things oh, and those yeah. are just two of the ones that they specify no, this is, this is one that work. has two buffs on it so it does the light sure. thing and it gives you uh like notifications when you're in your what stuff. i'm saying point, though, it is do it. there's probably I, yeah. a lot more things similar like that that aren't resource oriented yeah like increased glimmer drop chances yeah. uh they mentioned and then uh i mean it could do any number of things yeah it's right? really exciting like, though to hear that they're gonna mm. have different looking shells like they talk about an orange one and different colors like that and it's exciting to see that it's actually going to have an impact on the game. It's not just cosmetic like your ships. Well, yeah, so that was yeah. one of the great things that other, again, I hate to bring it up all the time, but World of Warcraft. And mm -hmm. your your gear bonuses, like every single one, you had a lot more gear, right? Like there's 10 pieces total of gear, like including, you know, you had, you had a neck piece, like rings, mm -hmm. shoulder pieces that are separate from gloves, pants, and all that stuff. And all of those contributed to your character in different ways with stats and item bonuses and stuff. This is a good way for Destiny to kind of get towards that, like a little bit more customization, a little bit more itemization that you have to think about when you talk about your character. That's awesome to me. Use the ghost. Maybe start giving me bonuses on my, you know, speed or bike yeah, or my XP, other stuff. Uh, yeah. XP boost is definitely going to be They one. already yeah. mentioned headshots. Yeah, yeah they already mentioned that uh, class uh, items are going to have yeah. some sorts of bonuses on them as well. Mm -hmm. That's another opportunity for them to integrate That's more so customization cool. and stuff. This is cool. I'm like mm -hmm. it. Also, like, I'm one of those guys who has the frontier shell for the mm -hmm. ghost, yeah, and I think I'm cool for having it because yeah. everyone else's ghost is just white. I have Mine's... like three. Like, there's three in my inventory for some reason. Maybe early on, I didn't understand what I was you just buying, kept buying it so over I bought and over a again. few, and I'm like, nothing's happening. Well, you can keep picking picking them up. Uh, yeah. with each character at. Um, That's probably what it it's is. It's still at the special yeah. orders. Special orders, yeah. yeah. NPC, but yeah, I mean. If there's more of them to collect, and if they do very like very different things, or if like there's, there's one really rare one out there that yeah. does something really cool, like, sure. there's nine slots for them. So I yeah. mean, there has to be something going on. Yeah. So that's actually they didn't say where you would get them though, did they? No, not really. So will they be drops? You know, like you know, maybe you have to revive dead ghosts. Yeah, do you have to it would get be blueprints? So cool and you like, gotta like you know your class items are always just cosmetic. It'll be really nice when it actually has an effect, like when the sure. future war well, call and stuff like that. That's been actually... my biggest criticism of Destiny ever since the beginning. Is too much of the game is cosmetic, right? Like your mm -hmm. ship is cosmetic. Yeah. Like so much of the game is just cosmetic. And they're and changing it, that, thankfully. And it looks pretty. Mm -hmm. That's great. The cosmetic element of it is done really well but it'd be really cool if some of that stuff that we've invested so much time into actually gave us some sort of measurable yeah. qualitative bonus which mm -hmm. it seems like they're going to do with a lot of this stuff which is awesome yeah count me in uh the last note i had was don't dismantle anything on the bungie weekly update they did mention that they're going to be doing some live streams and explain <clears> why <throat> not to do that so don't do that but uh, with that said, we are going to move on to a new topic. Gee, I wonder if it's because they have a lot more vault space for you. It's either going to be vault space it, or like one, a new system. will be yeah. vault space, but then I'm sure there will be maybe some. Yeah, We it, talked like, about this on the last episode in Germany. If you didn't watch it, it's an hour long. Half front is us with Bungie, and the mm -hmm. back half is us guessing about what could happen. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Moving on today, uh, Game Informer also had a really cool exclusive about – the new Crucible maps, and I'm asking, are these new Crucible maps the best yet? They look really, really cool. I'm actually going to bring Hard them up. Hard to say. I'm going to bring them up. <laughs> Having and play not them played in the them. 
But uh, they're looking really, really good so far. So we're looking at Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. So this Looks is Ghost, like ghost ship, ship playing in the background. It is on the reef. There's a giant servitor in the middle of the room, and it's a narrow space with a lot of tight corners. It looks like a really, really exciting, fast-paced map. And uh, also, if you guys go to Game Informer and watch these videos, it's exclusive to them. So, uh, that's why you, it's in the background. Yeah, that's why it's in the background. <laughs> she kind of reminds yeah. me of Midship. Yeah, me too. Um, there's uh, one coming up a little later that really reminds me of Midship. Uh, it's um, actually the next one, Exile. To answer your question, mm-hmm. Destin, it's hard mm-hmm. to say whether or not these are the best maps yet because they look really we've good. Literally, only just seen them. Yeah, yeah they only show you a small portion. Time. But yeah, the question's tough. But right in general, what are you thinking? I mean, I mean, that looks cool. I want to play in the reef. Yeah, I'm super down for. I mean, I've always said this, but like, I think the maps in terms of multiplayer needed to be more varied in terms of their settings. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. there's a in in the House of Wolves DLC. There's this map, Widow's Court, which is like one of the only outdoors Russia Earth maps out yeah. there, and it's so cool looking because we've never played in a setting that looks anything like that. Funny you mention that. We're looking at Exile right now, but there is one that is very Widow's Court like. It's like a Widow's Court Asylum mix. It's called Memento, mm. and it's in the Eastern dead, European dead zone again, and uh, yeah, uh, so that video is done. Wow, you guys just skipped right over exile. We'll talk. We'll, uh, we'll come back to exile. <laughs> but uh, Sean brought up like hive get no love. Sean man. brought up yeah. Widow's Court, so this is the map that popped into my brain right away. Uh, was Memento, which looks really really cool, very Widow's Court, but it has like these really long alleyways that remind me of Asylum, and uh, gets me really excited to try out. This, this looks map. cool. Mm-hmm. I like. It just it, there's a lot of levels in this. Mm-hmm. You kind of saw. I think they were like shooting across like a big courtyard. And, yeah, yeah, see, that's yeah. really cool. Is mm-hmm. I think I mean one of the things that I really liked about the Halo map design was there was a lot of there's a great map balance between like close quarter stuff and then things like Hang 'em High where you're like on ramps and like platforms shooting across raised levels. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of that currently in Destiny, and I would love to see more of that. Yeah. So these look cool. Moving, moving back to Exile for just a second. This is the one that kind of reminded yeah, me of Saturday. Midship, not aesthetically, but like uh, visually, because there's mul- multiple levels and like you can throw grenades uh, down uh, in the corner of the map and stuff like that. Uh, this one has me really excited. All these maps, the the four newest ones, yeah, I have, think they look real nice. Yeah, they have really neat design stuff going on that. Bungie was definitely thinking about yeah. when creating. That one them. reminded me a little too much of Cauldron, which I hate. Mm-hmm. So you don't. Oh, I think that might just be the color. No, the no, no. It's not the, the color. It's like the layout. Like yeah, in this particular shot. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hate cauldron. That like big center I hate area. That cauldron yeah. map where B is on that map is like, there's five entrances to that yeah. room. Like, yeah. how do you defend? It's terrible. Well, but see, that one had a hole and you jumped through the bottom. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask that when you guys were watching that. Is uh, how long until we see like elevators the way we did in Halo? Yeah. Like where you jump into and it shoots you up to the top floor. That's a good point. Like we mm-hmm. even saw We've seen with Sam- House of Wolves, you know, they they um, introduced those elevators in there. So yeah, uh, yeah we have so man, you we have man can- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, There's yeah, a lot yeah. more of that. Meaning, I could see that being in there. I, I mean, also in Halo. I thought you meant in multiplayer, but we, I was like, no, oh yeah, we're not in multi. Yeah. Yeah. We have man cannons on Crossroads, which we played at E3. And, yeah, uh, what I was going to say though is we have seen yeah. the introduction of man cannons in the mayhem and rift stuffs that they've shown so far yeah. so, so maybe it's not that far away this final map we're going to look at is vertigo it's definitely my favorite it's on mercury it's similar to halo's ascension and lockout or at least that's the vibe i got from it right away and uh yeah it has a portal in the back it and looks you can, like there's a lot of 
places to fall off. Yeah, there's a lot of places to fall <laughs> off, That'll just just like uh, the maps that I mentioned. And there's a lot of sniper lines. Uh, it's going to be really, really interesting. There does seem to be a small internal area, so you can kind of take cover in various spots. But uh, it's going to be pretty sniper heavy. I'd be, I'd love to see like um, SWAT, like a SWAT game type. I know it's not in Destiny, but I think that'd be really, really fun on a map like this. Yeah, a SWAT game type, huh? How would that work? Well, I mean, it worked just like it does in Halo, basically. No, but in Halo, how does SWAT work exactly? Uh, it's in just Halo, like it's one shot headshots. Yeah. Oh. No shields, essentially. Mm-hmm. Halo, there's more players. Well, in Halo, it takes if you have shields, it actually takes a longer time to burst someone down than it does in Destiny. True. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what I mean is like TTK in Halo is greater than it is in Destiny, mm-hmm. so that makes SWAT a viable option because it's one shot. Where Destiny is already a pretty low Super TTK, yeah. so it's like, what is? I don't know. I'd, I would have to think about what would make mm-hmm. SWAT work in Destiny. Yeah. Well, it's already one shot headshots with snipers, so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even just like, yeah. The the other thing we wanted to talk about was uh, zone control. This was briefly mentioned in an interview. And well, it's, wait, I'm just, what do you yeah. think of the maps? Like, oh, I love the new maps. Yeah. Uh, I thought I made that pretty clear, but uh, yeah, no, I, I yeah. felt like we kind of looked at each one. I so personally, we, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think you can tell they've spent a lot of time on these. Whereas... There's eight also. There's four we didn't show because they've already been shown at Gamescom and E3 or on, on our live show. I was trying to show the four new ones. So this is something that's mm-hmm. weird because as an Xbox player, I'm always wary of when they say how many of things are coming. Mm-hmm. I've heard it was seven, and then they've confirmed eight, yeah. but I heard a number seven out there somewhere. Does that mean you I think, think one's, one's one exclusive? PlayStation exclusive. God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that right? I'll yeah. be honest. Well, I because know. remember, they I, also, like, someone asked Deej, like, how many strikes are there? And he goes, three, four. And they're like, yeah. is that three or four? And he goes, eh, three or four. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That sounds like that is the way it's to get around like talking four about on which PlayStation, which. three yeah. for yeah. Xbox. That's what they're doing. And you play on Such Xbox, bummer, so you kind of get, get the short end of the stick, so to Such speak. a bummer. Like, yeah. as someone who plays a lot of Destiny, I've said this, and I probably will if that's continue the case, to say should this. double check. Mm-hmm. I mean, that should Just be clear. Just knowing on. that there's more content out there that I don't get to experience because I chose to play on a different platform, that is a major bummer. Yeah, well, remember, the idea is that PlayStation is bringing it to you and has paid for this, right? Yeah, but so. I mean, who suffers there? Well, Only the players, yeah, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, but you're the companies right, they allow that Bungie to exist. Gets, yeah, Bungie gets right. money for making a deal with Activision. Mm-hmm. Activision gets money from probably PlayStation yeah. for locking down an exclusive. And yeah, they drive se- more sales for one particular the... game or platform. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... And who suffers? The Xbox players. That's right. Hey, don't ruin our anger. We, we didn't look at it today, but Sector Ooh, 618 is the PlayStation 4 exclusive map. Sorry, what? Sec- Sector 618, one of the maps oh, that, that was in cool. E3. That's the one that's oh, PlayStation great. I'm exclusive. glad I get to play <laughs> that, that one. Yeah. Uh, it'll, in a year, dude. So, oh, great. Cool. Yeah, so 20th... once I've spent a year grabbing my Hawkmoon, which you guys have already had for a year... <laughs> Oh, that's okay. It's not good anymore. Anyway. But so see, annoying. the game so, yeah. will be fresher for you a year mm-hmm. later than it is for us. We're all jaded and spoiled. <laughs> yeah. So it's like is... it's almost like a fine wine that you keep in the cellar, but we keep we're drinking it too soon. You see? Yeah. Like you're getting a Where's finely... your Activision check? Is it under your phone? <laughs> you're getting a finely <laughs> aged crucible map. <laughs> uh, just messing around. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm not defending that that's the right way to design games. I was just saying that logically the explanation is you wouldn't have gotten it at all, but PlayStation has paid for it. Yeah. That's how they explain it. That's why it's happening. We Meaning, know that, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I can't, again, I can't fault 
I can't fault Activision or Sony or any of these people for making the deal because it clearly benefits them, but I do think it's somewhat cynical I mean, that everyone's cool with it because it's the gamer who pays for it and not yeah. them. It is, totally. That's a that's a like, whole, conver- whole other there. That's it's a whole conversation me. we get into on another episode because you have a valid point. Yeah. But uh I do want to hit on a few other things, so we'll save it for another episode, okay? Deal. All right. Xbox uh, One for life. We want to talk about <laughs> Zone Control, which is uh, the new multiplayer mode You're that we have. Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> so we've heard of uh, Mayhem, All Powers All the Time, Rift, which is Capture the Flag, and now we're hearing about Zone Control, which is a new mode where your kills don't really matter, but you're you're supposed to help control sections of the map with your teammates. What do you guys think of something like that? I think it's hard to say without seeing it in practice because mm-hmm. what I thought they already did interestingly with the control mode that's in there is mm-hmm. like it's not like domination in Call of Duty where it's entirely like point focused. Like you can con- you can win control holding one point the whole time as yeah. long as you kill them more, right? Yeah. Like you're it works as a multiplayer, the uh, multi uh, multiplier, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more like when you you know if you are holding one point and you get a kill it's hundred points but if you're holding two points and you get a kill it's two hundred points so it works like a multiplier 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 <laughs> I'm having a problem saying he's that he's trying to say multiplier yeah uh, <laughs> with this like negating the kills entirely seems like it's gonna make it king of the hill base where it it seems to me like the point will move right mm-hmm. like either it's one oh, point of that course. moves they're not just gonna like put lock you into one spot i wouldn't think anyway well there's a couple of different yeah. ways it could be implemented right like uh-huh. it could still be control like where there's three points on the map right and you and gotta like, force a team out of yeah out or of, like, like i don't know section. if you played the halo 5 beta but they have a very similar control mode where there's three or there's three or four points or there's actually i think there's five points if mm-hmm. my memory serves but because there's so many points, like there's constant moving back and forth trying to control and take points because the more points you have, the faster your team gains points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's an incentive to want to hold more. Mm-hmm. But and it creates a very active moving play style because it's like even if you're not fighting someone or defending a point, there's always that like, hey, I could go grab another one that's undefended right yeah. now. Uh or it could be one singular point that moves around the map, King of the Hill oh, style. Oh, that you be have great. to I would really like that. You know, yeah, just yeah. like one. Yeah, like you jump in there and if you can hold it for 15 seconds and then it moves and then you can keep the team holding there when they capture it only to 10 seconds and it's Mm timer-based, that could be really interesting too. But again, it's hard to say with knowing so few details. Mm -hmm. We'll know very shortly. Basically, they just mention it. I'm really excited about, you know, we've heard about three of the new modes. They all seem really cool. Like uh, maybe there's another one that's going to come along. Mayhem, Rift. And zone, zone control. Zone control. Yeah, maybe there will be a control. fourth. I don't know. That might be it. But it's great that they're. Yeah, I mean, with honestly, new modes super welcome in PvP. Mm-hmm. Even just the addition of like Inferno Clash and Inferno mm-hmm. Control and stuff. Like I even just uh, it's the same. It's the same maps in the same mode, except now you're playing without radar. Like that drastically changes the play style. Yeah, yeah. I like. And I think that's radar. really awesome. As brutal as it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, it well, you you have to play a lot more conservatively. Is like you can't just run like a lot of people oh, run I around hate, at full I, speed I just glancing at the hate radar. That gameplay mode. Why? <laughs> it's just super frustrating. It's like, all right, I'm running that. I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah, uh, that was shot, shotgun. shotgun check your corners. Yeah, that was you check shotgun my corners. Problem. It's just shotgun city. That's all it is. Shotguns and snipers. But I think as they balance that out a bit, it yeah. would help. But anyway, they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, these are welcome additions. I, I think out of the three. Um, Rift's I'm my favorite. Probably, flag, yeah. yeah, I'm probably most excited about Rift. I haven't mm-hmm. played Rift yet. I'm down for it because Capture the Flag modes look awesome all yeah. the time in multiplayer. Similar. But... And you can backflip and dunk it. Yeah. Wow. 
But I mean, honestly, I super having supers all the time is yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's of like forty five seconds. Yeah. It's forty. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is I prefer mayhem. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're so excited we're Rift, about that. Yeah. We got two for Rift, one for mayhem. Yeah, but I haven't played Rift yet, so I have to reserve judgment. And of course, capture the flag modes are cool. Yeah, we have to move on to the final subject, and we that have is. To? Well, we don't have to. Now we should. Did, did you have another point? No, we should. I have nothing. Okay, so <laughs> this week in Destiny, Zur sold Gallahorn. This is something we <gasps> talked about a lot on the show. I thought he would never sell it again. Should have placed bets. We probably did. No. Yeah, you owe me a steak dinner. I just remembered. No, <laughs> no, that did not happen. Actually, I think I remember too. You owe yeah, me yeah, a steak dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Herod, That's uh, so yeah. weird. Here's all my money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so my question is, if he's selling Gallahorn again, something we never thought would happen or many of us thought would never happen, um, does that mean it's going to be like not as good as it used to be? Is it going to be like just one of those old weapons that – remember when the Gallahorn was good? No, because for starters, it doesn't change the weapon um, payload and like how uh, – Well, they're damage changing does. that too. They're yes, nothing the wolf Yes, but that's what changes it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't change. So anything. maybe they're gonna like it reduce changes the its amount value. of people that are allowed to use LFG for starters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm because, serious. Yeah, right. Well, no, it's gonna be like, do you have Drake's promise? Nobody's gonna ask that. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, there will be like a new coveted gun that you have to have. There will be. They're they're always gonna have that problem, and they're they're constantly trying to rebalance and everything. But, uh, but I think for start, like honestly, for me, it had nothing to do with the weapon effectiveness. Mm-hmm. It's really about. How does it affect you as a player? It took me as a person to my birthday, believe it or not. I got it like the night, the minute into my birthday, practically. Really? I, I've told this before. That's it's awesome. no, a long time ago. That. Yeah, yeah. When I got Gallahorn, yeah, because Fatebringer was different. Um, you were in Hawaii for your birthday. You yeah, brought right, your PlayStation right, yeah. 4. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was like Destiny. literally, it was February 26th, playing into February 27th. And uh, someone was like, yo, you want to go hit up this Gorgon chest? And I was like, ugh. <laughs> right? Because I was so frustrated by then. Yeah. Six months or five or six months after like, it's Fine. out. And uh, yeah, boom, it opened up and I got it. But anyway, the point is the quest and frustration to get it when you finally get it. It is so special. Yeah. That is what has made a lot of the drops so fun because you get a powerful gun that's highly coveted. And it is hard to get. And that's why the RNG oh. system still needs to be special yeah. and difficult, but balanced right. And my point is... Does this just piss you off because you? <laughs> no, no. I, now it, my Xbox I, character has one, so I'm good. So I put my. That's what I did when I woke up this morning and learned the news. I said, "Whoa!" I was like, "Oh darn it! I'm not yeah. like it's special anymore." For those who can buy it, and remember, there's a ton of people who are just not playing yet, yeah. or they're out of town, and they're like really pissed too. Um, but the point uh-huh. is. At uh, first, ha, ha. I was upset because I want to stay <laughs> That's like, special for the many hours that it took to get it. Then I took a second, and I was like, wait. If I was still trying to roll Gallahorn a year after, mm-hmm. I would be ready to, like, throw this game in the fire. Oh, yeah. And denounce this. Taken King as, like, the worst thing in the world before I ever played it. Because, like, my frustration would be so high. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what? It's good that they're selling it. Mm-hmm. You know Just what? One this, time. This says to me that Bungie can totally control Zer's inventory. Yeah. There is no well, way this is a coincidence. Control. Well, they did. They, they, no, they've said they cannot control Zer's inventory many times. You know it's not a real world, right? Zer's fake. They, they <laughs> you know yeah. make him do what he can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Well, then why they are they? They wrote the code. But I know no, he's, that. He's joking. That Bungie they, no, has know, said know, multiple times they can't control Zer's inventory. You're lying. <laughs> there is no way this is I a coincidence. I don't recall them ever saying they can't. I could okay, fine. I will they, find the quote. You no, guys discussed. We believe yeah. you. But, but even then, the point was the work to do it. 
right? And and by the way, maybe that was part of this recent little update they did that mm-hmm. you know you can rotate um, your gear now in inspection. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they rolled out the ability to control that. But no, I, I think mm-hmm. they always could have, and it was more of a choice that they. Yeah, it was built they had a to philosophy be, not to. It was built to be algorithmic, obviously, yeah. and then sometimes when there's issues, they have to fix it, and they have exactly. the ability to do that. Why would you build something that you can't control? Yeah. In a game, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Point is. I don't think it's a bad thing that Zer is selling it. People who think that it's a bad thing that Zer is selling a weapon because it somehow devalues the hard work you put into the game in order to get it, those are the people who hate it when their favorite bands make it mainstream. Like, yeah. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Like, If you spend a lot of time and have a memorable acquiring Gallahorn experience, how is that diminished by the fact that some other person who you don't know can yeah. now buy it from Zer? It doesn't make sense yeah. to me. But- the quote is, Zer is randomized. There are times when we can pull off miracles like making him stay in the tower longer when Christmas is canceled, but his inventory is governed by the same chaos, and then the quote went away, by the same chaos of the rest of the game. So they didn't say like that. that they, they didn't, didn't that, control The it. same chaos that influences all loot drops. So they implied yeah. that they didn't have control, but they, they did. So. Whatever. But That's they, like they, lying to somebody and then saying, like, well, I didn't explicitly say. Well, you still murdered somebody. That's like so. saying, like, you, you call me up. You're like, yo, you yeah. want to go out? Like, just move. Oh, I can't right now. And you're like, all right. And then, like, you find out, like, I was out with some friends just hanging mm-hmm. out. And it's like, you're right. I couldn't because I was out with somebody else. <laughs> like, right? It's, it's one of those types of situations. Yeah. Destined. Uh, that being said, I will say that, and thankfully there's still a few of these guns, right? Like, Fourth Horseman, Necrochasm. <clears throat> Anything else that you can't get through Xur that we know so far? Just Fourth Horseman and Necrochasm. Well, you could get that on the 15th, Fourth Horseman. Necrochasm, though, you need to drop from Crota. So How are you getting like Fourth Horseman on the 15th? What do you mean? Well, it's going to be on both platforms, so why couldn't you just buy it? No, well, you can only get Fourth Horseman through a drop. So what I'm saying is— Right now, because it's PlayStation exclusive, when those PlayStation exclusive items are no longer exclusive, I don't know why Xur couldn't have it. Well, you can't get no, no, Thorn I'm not from Xur— Again, this isn't a yeah. can or can't. I'm just saying he has never sold Fourth Horseman, so it's Correct. super special. Yeah. He does not sell Thorn Necrochasm. would be a better example. Uh, Thorn and well, Yeah, but even those, you're going to get the bounties. Like, they're there. But you, yeah. my point is there are a selection of very special guns that you can't get through him. Uh-huh. And I think this is where all this leads, right? Like, there will now be more than one gun that you are not going to get from Zer. Queensbow, Drake's Promise, and, and the other ones. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of new yeah. exotics in Taken King, I'm sure. And then mm-hmm. there's going to be a handful of them that you just are not going to see for maybe another year. Yeah. And so, uh, <clears throat> I think yeah. it's a good thing because it's a rail gun. I still think I still think Gallahorn is going to be. It's still an it exotic. Is... It's still going to be very coveted. It with how it depends on how many exotics and it will what be capacity a... all the new ones are going to be. But I'm still I still think it's going to be one of the best ones out there. I think yeah. it's going to be a top three heavy weapon still. Yeah. I think it's still like, going to be up there for maybe a while. Top five at the worst. I think something's going to dethrone it. I think they yeah, plan this and they're. They're specifically trying. They're trying to design weapons like they have a fusion rifle heavy that we saw. Yeah, the railgun. Yeah, and maybe that's going to dethrone Gal. Maybe not that one, but See, that's a step in the right direction. That's really cool to me because mm-hmm. I I think I brought this up to Fran before when we were talking back at Gamescom, but I would love to see different heavy, or I would love to see more heavy weapon types. Like, yeah. currently we just have rocket launchers and we have machine guns, which are cool. Yeah. I mean, both of them are cool, but I want like a Gatling laser. Right, like yeah, from Fallout, that'd be neat. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like my all-time favorite gun. Or like, do you want the slow motion effect too? When yeah. <laughs> like, imagine that a Gatling laser. Yeah. Of something, vats. yeah, just something different. Laser, the name like of the, a the new uh... Spartan laser from Halo Three. 
That'd be Give cool. me something like that. Like something super powerful, like yeah, a like one a, shot it's charge. It's like a fusion rifle. It yeah. takes a long time to charge, but it one shots everything and yeah. destroys everything. That'd be great. That would be cool. Guys, we are a little over. Sorry, Sean, to interrupt you. Yeah, no, it's all right, Destin. I'm used to it. <laughs> I have to. I have to. Otherwise, the world yeah. will end if we get over. No, I mean it. it mm-hmm. It's true. We all have, we have schedules a lot of to keep. We got work to do. Thank and you a commenter once us. told me that I dominated the conversation and that my voice was annoying, so maybe I should taper off a little bit. Oh yeah. There are like there's well, never I w- any. I was not saying that. I was not saying that at all. Oh no, you so, were yeah. the commenter, Destin. It, well, I do have a few alt accounts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fran, usually you plug stuff here. Would you like to plug anything? Absolutely. As always, yeah. be sure to find us on your uh, local podcast review and drop us a, uh, a review. Uh, you can watch us as well, of course, on IGN, YouTube, the PS4 app that IGN has, as well as our Xbox One app. And uh, you know, if you want to catch a snazzy T-shirt then uh, head over to go.ign.com slash store. Is that right? Yep. And uh, pick up a Fireteam Tat chat t-shirt a tat that's like a, get a tongue fire team twister tat. that's the second time i've done get a fire team, team tat it is a t-shirt destiny yeah. that somebody's oh got to get a fire team chat tat <clears throat> uh, oh and that's it for sean me. you got anything to plug follow me on twitter at i'm finnegan add me on xbox live finnegan space i i play a lot of pvp and always needing people for trials and crucible and iron banana so hit me up and uh you can hit me on twitter at destin Gary. and until next time thank you for joining us Guardians, Guardians out. out. Oh, wow, I screwed that Either up. Way, let's do it again. All right. God. Three, two, one. Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.